Well, hello there. Come on in. Have a seat. Enjoy a beverage. And welcome to the Martini Lounge with Jonathan and Sergey. Welcome back. Hello, it's another fun episode of the Martini Lounge. I always look forward to these. I know, they're so fun. I know, I'm really excited for this show because I'm I am obsessed with the the guest work that we're going to have on. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you, so basically, um, you were watching Netflix because oh. who doesn't anymore? Like, and I was having one of those, being, one of those marathon days. Right. Where you just want to watch every single one. And, and you're you going to watch things you don't normally. Exactly. Like, so ugh, you're try trying it. out, yeah, you know, right? you're experimenting. So you stumbled over a show called Chewing Gum <gasps> first. First of all. Amazing. I can't help it. It's first, it's British comedy and mm-hmm. I, I really have a soft yeah. spot in my heart for that. Yeah. And yes, and it's the, weirdest most fun <laughs> it's, it's odd sitcom it's odd. ever and so yeah. we reached out to some of our favorite people there and one actually uh you know through bad judgment decided hey let's <laughs> i'm gonna talk to the boys and oh, so i'm excited boy. and uh she actually the actress that we're gonna be talking to is on chewing gum and another show i watched on on netflix that is yeah. also a hit right now which is crazy heads right which is very it's like buffy on crack it is. It's yeah. like the British comedy Buffy. Yeah, um, yeah. Or, so or like whatever the other one, um, the vampire show is. Uh, uh, Angel, in, uh, Vampire Diaries. It's, it's, exactly. It's all of, of them. those. It's all of those. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, so <laughs> much fun. And so I love both of these shows. So yes. I've been excited that she's going to speak to us. It is, of course, we're talking about the actress Susan Wacoma. Oh, Susan. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Um, I know. She's so fun. And she's two different characters in here. Because, oh, my. Um, oh, in my. one of them, she's, you know, she's this badass going to kick down some demons. Right. And in another one. Got some one, emotional got shit some going emotional on. emotional shit. Right. Yeah. In the other one, she's really holier than thou religious. But oh. then it takes a turn. It does. This is, So they just released season two of Chewing Gum. Oh, well, yeah. It takes quite quite a turn i'm just gonna say that watch all the episodes because the (laughs) final episode you're like oh no yeah that did not just happen yeah Yeah. so anyways it's a lot of fun uh one of the things we were talking about because you and i like to chit chat about something to do with you know sort of related to the guest a little bit exactly exactly the up and coming kind of thing right right what are we going to talk about? Well, because... Um, chew- <laughs> like, I'm just going to take yeah, a nap. Gonna- <laughs> Fine. <We don't- laughs> Go ahead. Recline back and, and, and uh, drink, your, drink your drink. Right. Um, because chewing gum deals with uh, you know, a gay issue, sort of, it deals with openly sex. It, yeah, it's very sex positivity, sexual, being sex positivity, open about your as well sexuality. As the con- contradiction of religion in that. Oh. So we're going to talk about what it's like being not only gay, but sex positive in a religious family and environment. Right, and growing up Yay. very religious. We did. <laughs> yay. yay. It's one of the, yeah. It doesn't uh, deserve the, the yay. The most facetious yay you've ever <laughs> exactly. heard. Exactly. How about that? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, because you and I both. Have this as a background mm-hmm. for us. Listen, and to talk about background. this shit, that's why we have drinks. Speak- <laughs> and speaking of which, if you're drinking with us, we gave you the recipe before this was we released. Sure did. It is the bubblegum martini mm-hmm. in honor of chewing gum. It makes so sense. it tastes like bubblegum. Yeah. So there you go. And it does. So it does. It's so sweet. now that we have that in us, we have this background. <laughs> we yeah, both. We do. It's <laughs> weird because, um, you know, growing up, you have all these like 
preconceived ideas that you're yeah. taught about oh. what society has to be like and, yeah. and the rules of, okay, well, when you're 18, you can start dating. And that's yes. only for like a year before you propose and get married and have kids right away. There's a goal in mind. You have to have and kids. the goal is always getting married, and having kids. There's yep. like this, they yeah. give you a map. It, exactly. And that's why if you don't follow that map, you feel kind of fucked over because you don't know. Oh, your yeah. brain is all messed Instantly. up. Because yeah. it's like, oh, wait, I didn't follow. But you're right. That's oh. what you're supposed to. Yeah. Sex waits. Sex waits until, until marriage. marriage. Yeah, until and then, the night after you get married. Yeah, and you all you can do is hope that the sex isn't bad because it's you're like, stuck. Exactly. Yeah. Here's here's what they're selling you is they're like, okay, this is um this is a mystery package. You're going on Amazon <laughs> and like you see all the stuff you want, like, but hey, you don't know what you're gonna get. No. You no. can get a Dyson, maybe, or maybe it's a paperclip. I know. Who knows? I know. But you're stuck with it for life. <laughs> and that shit sucks. Oh, it does. Like then no. add to it that you're not exactly you're like, oh yeah. Because I was engaged to a girl mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, I must please my father and God. Yeah. And so, <laughs> right, right, right. So right. I was engaged to do that because oh, you're man. thinking, I just remember oh, thinking my whole life, I remember being 13, yeah. sitting in church and my dad's a preacher and he's preaching <sighs> up there and thinking the whole time, I got to stop being gay because I have so many gay thoughts. <laughs> like right. so many right. gay thoughts. Oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah. because it wasn't an option. Exactly. You, yeah. That was just. Oh, you have to figure this out. Yeah. This is, this you is pray just, it away. You. Yeah. You hope to die. You do something. Oh. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Totally. How many times did I sit at church and I was like, mm, can't think that right now. We're at church. <laughs> right. Can't do that right now. We're at oh, church. That guy oh, in your group cute. is super mm-hmm. hot. Nope. Yeah. We're at church. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Save it. <laughs> can't I get on my knees with yeah. him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a form of worship I would like to do. Is, doesn't it half count? I have a pedestal and a knee pillow. <laughs> Not for praying. Not exactly. for praying. Exactly. But that's our part. So you found yeah. yourself in church thinking the same type oh, shit. Yeah. Of, yeah, totally. Oh, fuck. It's what rough. was your plan when you were... Because you yeah. smartly mm-hmm. uh, did kind of start dealing with it earlier. Yeah. I, I mean, still... After, Young, after a while, I realized, okay, listen, I've this has been going on since I've been like since I knew how to think. Right, like it's yes. been since day one. Yeah. I've known. Yes. Um. So I was like, well, it's not going away. So probably I should either like never have sex and become a nun, or right. or <laughs> deal with it and have fun. You later. were super gay because you went straight to nun. I know. <laughs> Skip the monk phase. What Who is that? To be a priest, I'm gonna wear a fabulous habit. Duh. That is what I'm going to do. Nuns have more fun. <laughs> True. In the sun. True. So let's keep that I'm, rhyme going. I'm just, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But they ain't getting none. Not, just to continue it. Just to continue <laughs> Yeah, so it's very interesting yeah. to, and so th- right. what I love about chewing gum is it does deal with mm-hmm. these two sisters who are basically going, mm, I really want dick. I'm right. just going to Exa- say, exactly. I know it's not supposed to be good, but we're going to figure it out, well. <laughs> you know? And I'm glad That's that we, because we were both around this. I was a little older than you mm-hmm. when I came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was 20. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, still around that same, same, same I just, age. There, yeah, same I was engaged when I was 17. Ballpark. It just became very Pop-team. obvious yeah. that, okay, either I'm going to die or I'm just going to just commit right. to the dick. Right. And exactly. That's what it is. And you committed to oh, the dick. Say I yes have, to the dick. I have overcommitted. <laughs> <laughs> And now that I'm no longer 20 and I might have, uh, you know, a decade or two, um, I'm, I'm happy with right. with, with just being who I am. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, it's good. good. But it's rough because the it religion is. is still in the back. 
Exactly. I don't always, know how much you can get rid of it. You know, I feel like you can get rid of it enough to have a good life. Oh yeah, totally. To be, but like you're anything, right. you learn yeah. the coping skills. Yeah. Because that does. But because it's there from when we were mm-hmm. born, mm-hmm. it gets hardwired. It is. Yeah. But the guilt isn't there. No. You know, but exactly. it, but it's exactly. still you'll have like oh I remember that and you know maybe there's shitty. there's something positive to do with that in, uh, eventually oh. but right now it's like oh. eh, whatever I know what to think about it. because the other thing for <laughs> you and I is we both become not religious <laughs> no no exactly we, and I was a minister so that was a long that was a big yeah, turnaround yeah we yep. quickly go into the whole um nope not for me bye right which I mean nothing wrong with that but no, I think not at all. Know, Valid. Yeah, just just look for your truth, kind of thing. That's and that's where because we are wise, you know. We, we are focusing. Listen, on if that. you're listening to this and you're drinking some alcohol, listen, we're giving you some sage advice. <laughs> we are wise, oh, wise men. fools. I love yeah, it. Wise fools wise is better. Fools is who that we are. is more accurate. Um. Also, before before we move on, I think it's really interesting. Um, <laughs> for me, when I was a kid, and I would um you know, masturbate afterwards, yeah. I would always pray to forgive myself. Okay. I'd be like, oh my I'm God. so sorry I did that. I won't do it again except tomorrow night. And can I schedule Sunday? Yeah, yes. That's actually the truest statement ever. Isn't that the and weirdest? can I tell Why you? Why do you feel so obligated feel to be so like, oh, guilty. you feel so dirty and yes. guilty. And you're can like, I tell I you, I used I to that. like, just, I was so mortified yeah. that one time I made a commitment not to masturbate for 30 days. Shit. First of all, yeah, don't ever happens. put yourself through no. that. <laughs> no, don't, no. Don't do it. Yeah. I did make it, but, uh, and I will tell you, day 31 one was the best self sex I've ever had. Exactly. <laughs> Here's because you denied yourself for thirty days. Yeah, I, I, it, it, it adds up. It like oh. goes in a reservoir, oh and then when the floodgates open, they yeah, open. Like, I, you know. I tell you, that would happen all the time to me. I'd be like, okay, no, this is. I'm gonna be good for a bit. I'm gonna right. be good for it. Now. No. No. Now maybe I go three days just so <laughs> that first time sex again is good. But yeah. listen, bitch, every day something's gotta happen. So yeah, and true, I true. and ain't no shame in the game. No shame no. in any game. No, wow, we put ourselves through such hell mm-hmm. in the name of religion. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. no, What's that's hilarious. Oh, it's Ooh. really, really not great. I'm saying <laughs> all the stuff you never wanted to know about Jonathan is here. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll make our own show about it later. Oh, can we make a drink called Sweet Masturbation? That <laughs> would be awesome. Yeah. Let's make that Let's drink. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because we have lots of sex drinks on here, which <laughs> yeah. is awesome. We might as well just start creating our own. <laughs> and just, it's, I think so. It's just that perfect, like, milky white drink. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, um. Milky white mm, is a better way to talk about yeah. how it looks than gray. <laughs> Never say gray. <laughs> you, had, you made that's, that mistake in front of people. That's a shout out to. Joel, uh, if you're listening, Joel, that's a that's shout out hilarious. to you because it's your favorite thing. Yeah, I mean, gray? you might need to go to the doctor. <laughs> you <laughs> might. <laughs> Why is it gray, Jonathan? Please tell that's, us that much. It's part of the cloudy. I was looking at the negative part of the cloudy. <laughs> I mean, gray clouds. I get it, but still, <laughs> I, I I guess that's the only way you see clouds. Oh, it's true. Oh, I'm man. I'm very negative. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a thing. Um, but yeah, so we do want <laughs> because I know you don't want to have us stop talking about these right. beautiful things, but we do want to bring on this amazing uh, actress. Uh, without much further ado, if you have turned on Netflix at all within the past year, then no doubt you have seen the face of our next guest with two hit Netflix series: the hysterical chewing gum and the action-packed horror comedy-filled Crazy Heads. She is mesmerizing the mesmerizing the imagination of many a viewer, and it is very exciting for us to welcome the one, the only Susan Wakoma to the lounge. Are you there? 
Party! I'm here, man. Uh, thank you for joining us in the lounge. We're so excited to I'm have you. I'm dying because I binge watch oh. all your shows. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> they're just, they're so fabulous. Oh, they are. So <laughs> let's start. Let's start by giving our listeners a little rundown of the two Netflix shows that you're on. You're on Chewing Gum and Crazy Eds. Can you give us a brief synopsis of both? Oh, okay. So, uh, Chewing Gum uh, centres around a young woman called Tracy who's grown up in a a very um, religious uh, family, which includes her mother Mm -hmm. and me, Cynthia, um, who's her sister. And she's sort of, when we first meet her in the first episode of the show, she's sort of breaking out from that and discovering who she is and discovering sex, basically. And I play her. I play her uber, uber repressed, uber Christian sister <laughs> who who sort of manages to follow her down that road as well. Right. Just a lot more um, stuck up about it. Right. So um, what you find in Chewing Gum is basically a whole host of really funny characters who sort of enable Tracy in expanding her sexual horizons. True. And boy, uh, Cynthia gets it. into some trouble yes, in season does. two. Yes, she does. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is so much trouble. Well, what happens is because Cynthia and Tracy are so um, so naive and know absolutely nothing about the world, they both get into very parallel troubles when it comes to discovering sex. Because, of yes. course, for instance, the first thing that you go to is the internet. Right, and, right. Uh, and we all know that that's not always <laughs> the best presentation to find out about sex so um yeah there's a lot of laughter and Cynthia is a really strange brilliant character (laughs) but it's nothing (laughs) like me I have to say yeah okay and now to the total polar opposite your character crazy heads yes so Crazy Head is uh, it's a supernatural uh, comedy drama, which we tend to do a lot of in the UK. And it's about two young women who can see demons um, who roam the earth disguised as human beings. But you can only see them uh, because a flash of their inner demon comes across their face. And that's how they can spot them. And, um, and they make it their mission to try and wipe the world of these horrible, horrible men tend to be them they're mainly men we have a couple of evil demon ladies as well but um but we the show is a complete hoot Mm -hmm. it's really really (laughs) funny it's um filthy as well i think that's probably the thing that that connects chewing gum and crazy heads is that they're both really quite disgusting (laughs) Um, (laughs) and raquel my character is just a supreme outsider weirdo um who's got a really really cool story arc and you sort of find out more about her as the series goes on but she's very very cool and sort of is the the, it sort of challenges the norms of supernatural shows where we very much have uh, Kara's character amy who's more uh she's she look at her and you go oh that's probably like our buffy that's gonna be our buffy oh right right and then uh, Raquel, my character, turns up, and then you're like, "Whoa, yeah. is it about?" <laughs> so, uh, so it's really, really good to sort of smash those tropes as well and have fun with it. So, yeah, that's well, the show. And you do such good work in oh, both crap. of them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, such contradicting characters. Which one of those came first? Was was Chewing Gum the the instigator, or or did uh, Crazy Heads come around first? Um, Chewing Gum was the very start. So yeah. I got involved in Chewing Gum because we would obviously, um, Netflix acquired Chewing Gum. So we had done 
uh, the right. first series before uh, about a year before you guys, the whole the rest of the world got the right, first yeah. series. That was back in 2015. We did that, Ooh. and um, and that was very much a sort of uh, collaboration with Michaela, who stars in the show and writes the show. We'd worked together in a play, I think, the year before, the, a couple of years before, and um, yeah, and so it. it came from her one woman show that she'd performed and she performed all the characters and Cynthia didn't actually exist in the original script. Oh wow. So um so it was a new character so I did feel a lot of pressure to uh sort wow. of come up with this very strange being. Yeah. But that was definitely <laughs> first and um and it went down really well. It went down really well here in the UK. We love to be understated here. Um so it was a what, what we call what we call a sleeper hit, I think. Oh, like yeah. So it was a real s slow burner here, and right. then it just exploded on Netflix, and then became oh. a whole other thing. It's a hit, um, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, which sort of led on to Craighead. Well, now you've been acting for a bit. I mean, obviously, you've done television shows like Crashing and Misfits. What's it like yeah. to speak about Netflix? What's it like to be on there? Because your accessibility is international level now yeah. because Netflix reaches everyone. Did you notice a big difference when you guys hit Netflix? Huge, completely. It changed the, cause it was a popular show here in the UK and people really liked it, but there's just something, I mean, us Brits, we need the American stamp of approval. We're so, <laughs> <laughs> we need you guys to like, okay it. And then we're like, Oh yeah, no, we did. We loved it. From yeah. the very beginning. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> But it's so far-reaching. Like I yeah. get messages still um, from people in Brazil and Canada wow. and all these places that you would never think that the show could ever reach. And and also people are still discovering it. That's the great thing about yeah. a show being on Netflix is that you can come to it a year later. You yes. can come to it. Yes. I, like, I started watching Orange is the New Black probably two years after the first series came out. Right, yeah, and exactly. That's that, what's lovely. Normally you do a TV show right. and it goes out and you hope that people catch it. And if they miss it, it's a bit of a shame. But the shows get to live and live and live and have new fandoms and people are still interested in your work. And, and that's a really, it's so gorgeous. It's a very new thing, though. This is like yes, the last very. Yeah. Well, and I love how much it's changed, you know, not only accessibility, but how we do TV. And that's that's just that's my favorite thing about Netflix. Now, these two characters that you have, they're completely different. Like we've talked about what's what's that like when you play two polar opposite um, in a really short time span? I mean, you kind of have to yeah. switch between the two of them. Yeah, well, actually, fun fact for you, I filmed series two of Chewing Gum at exactly the same time oh. as filming Crazy Head. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> That is insane. <laughs> That's work. <laughs> the weirdest. It, so we were filming Crazy Head in Bristol, a city yeah. in Bristol in the UK, and I would film until about like 8, 9 p.m. I'd get in a car, I'd be driven all the way back to London, picked up in the morning, filming all day for um, chewing gum, get back in the car, be driven all the way back to Bristol. And that happened for a month. So oh my it God. Was, there were a couple of times where I'd get on set and I'd be like, oh no, that's a Cynthia voice. No, I need to <laughs> do that. That's not, that's, who that's not who we are. Um, and so, yeah, it is. Uh, the thing is, I thrive off that. I love being able to play really varied characters. I guess I always knew that I would be um, a character a actress, I, I feel. Right. And, um, and I think that that can you can get that sort of stamp when you're a lot older. But I'm in my twenties, and I just sort of I knew that in order to have a, a long career, that I'd better get uh, versatile. So oh, I yeah. yes. absolutely 
I love the fact that I've played those two characters. And then, like, my character in Crashing, who's, like, the hottest, sexiest woman ever. Oh, my God, I love her so much. <laughs> like, yes, yes. Like, it's so fun. I love it. That's how you don't get bored, really. So long may it continue. Right, <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's also how you, like, are exhausted, but it's the good exhausted. What is... Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite part about each of these different characters? Oh, well, uh, with Crazy Head, to be really honest with you, I've never on uh, in television. I've done quite a lot of stage stuff here in the UK, <laughs> but um, in television, and I've I've never really had uh, a lead role. Like I've never really had right. um, sort of what I like to call meat on the bones. And what was fantastic about playing Raquel was that I'd get up every day, and I knew that my schedule was absolutely packed and I had to do right. this and that and fights and then I'd have a big scene in an ice rink and right. then I have to do this really emotional scene with Karen and this really funny scene. And what I loved was being stretched and also doing something that is supernatural, that is fantasy, means that the possibilities are endless and it's a real um, sort of area that I don't feel a lot of, um, black women are represented in Absolutely. so to be able to be in a kind of fandom in a kind of potential sort of I mean the the thing that's really opened up to me is the amount of sort of like really sweet black female nerds who've been <laughs> tweeting me going oh my god yeah. this, is the character we in this is the character we wanted in Buffy yeah, yeah. yeah. right exactly <laughs> I love yeah, Buffy right. but it was really white very white yeah exactly and like it's so it didn't I didn't that didn't occur to me until the show was out and I yeah. would get not just other um, black women but loads of people just going it's so refreshing to see mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. a diverse cast in a fantasy show because you know if we can write the people can see demons then of course every person from every you know gender right. sexuality race can be involved oh, absolutely that's it, amazing it's fantasy you're making up this world right. you can make anyone yeah. whoever it's you want it's the joy yeah. of art that, exactly yeah. right now i we'll get we'll get to talking about you know being a a black female lead role in a second but before we get there mm -hmm. i want to touch on you had an interview with Huffington Post where you said that your character, Cynthia, you know, uses that bad language to break down the doors. But that's that's not you. That's not your style. Um, and, not you, and you kind of wonder what your mom thinks. So <laughs> what does that add a layer of discomfort when playing that role? Or is that kind of just, you know, occupational hazard for the for, you know, being an actor? occupational hazard you just get down to it yeah. but my god there were a couple of scenes that i just thought oh i really hope no one i know is watching yeah. <laughs> oh, there was one scene in the second series which i won't ruin it's yeah. the i think the fifth episode where is just me in a towel that's all yeah. i've got <laughs> yeah. in a towel and there's a book i've got a little notebook and it's me, myself, and I. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> Super revealing. So. Oh my god! But but it's so. But I those sort of things. It's the thing that so many actors are like. You know, I want the challenges. I yeah, want, especially yeah. with, you can do anything. You can really push the envelope. So right. I all that sort of stuff. It really doesn't bother me. It's only after I've shot it that I sort of am in the car <laughs> thinking, "Oh my god!" And it's on the so everyone can see right yeah. well and you said in that same interview that uh after every episode your mom calls you oh god so yeah. how is how is that god 
there's, there's an episode in the <laughs> there's an episode in the um, the first series which involves what happens in the first series. So it's me and it's me alone with it's me alone a lot and a laptop and um and I and I meet a gentleman yes. uh, <laughs> online mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. something really crazy happens. Yep. And oh, God, I yeah. remember that that was the episode that I was like, I really don't want my mum to watch. So I called her and said, please don't watch this episode. And she was like, my mum's Nigerian. She's like, I will watch this episode. I was like, please, I'm begging you, please, please, please don't. She's like, I will watch it. I will watch it. She did. And my phone, at the end of the episode, it went off. Like I think she called me about about eight times and I just didn't pick up. I just didn't pick up. I was like, nope, I'm not going to and then I finally picked up the, about the ninth time, and she was just laughing, laughing oh, and laughing, God. laughing, because <laughs> she just—it's hilarious. And that's yeah. the thing with comedy; like, yeah. you can really say a lot and do a lot, and everyone knows that it's—it's it's a joke. So um, she loves it. She loves all that raunchy stuff, um, right. uh, particularly like that is the awful episode where uh, Tracy has like a attempts to have a threesome in the back of a butcher shop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She loved it. My mum absolutely loved it. And it's and you sort of go, Oh, my mum is cool. My mum is really cool. <laughs> right? You're like, she's this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She obviously yeah. Gets, she gets it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we okay, we on the Martini Lounge, obviously it's a little more relaxed. We like to ask some uh fun questions here. And since we're already talking about, you know, doing the weird fun things in, <laughs> in acting, yeah. um, what what was the most embarrassing moment in your acting career thus far? Oh my god! <laughs> There's probably a story here. I know it. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I've told this story a few times. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> uh, I don't know how much you'll appreciate this, <laughs> but but I'm gonna say it. Do so, it. so my very god. So my I, my I did a film. My very 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 first film ever. Uh, which was a film based on the book by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie called Half of the Yellow Sun. Oh. And it had, um, had Chiwetel Ejiofor in it, Tandy Newton, Anika Nonny Rose, oh, Babu wow. Cisse, like a really cool, amazing cast. And I was playing, oh, and John Boyega, I got him. Oh, he was in it. And um, sort of pre-Star Wars, pre-all of that. And um, I was playing quite a small part, but quite a pivotal uh, part in the story. And I don't think I'm going to ruin this for anyone. So one of the scenes that I had was was a was a sex scene, and I'd never done one before. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, and so it got it got to it, it got to the day. It was awful. Like it's just cringe. It's never sexy. Anyone right. who's like oops is lying. It's just the weirdest <laughs> thing. And I and I have to have a sex scene with Chiwetel. And right, right. Um, and I don't know whether you've ever seen him perform in a hot climate. But he is very sweaty. Uh. <laughs> He's a very sweaty man. <laughs> so we were, doing, we were doing the sex. And um, not really, not pr- pretend sex. Right, we're doing right, the pretend right. sex. And, um, and I had my mouth open, you know, because you sort of... You, I was going to say you sort of yawn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You sort of yawn. No, you sort of open your mouth to make sounds, right? <laughs> yeah. And this man was sweating, bless him, so much. I swallowed his <gasps> sweat. Oh, oh my god! No! Oh, no! No! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, brother. Oh, my. It was such a surprise. It went in my mouth, out my nose, <laughs> my eyes. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Then it got, then we, and then director shouted, cut. And he looked at me and he went, oh, by the way, I, I sweat quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you think? Yeah, no think kidding. Yeah. It's in my mouth. Oh, I know. <laughs> that is and, hilarious. I mean, it's not the worst, but it was definitely like, oh, oh and boy. this is what sex scenes are like. Yeah, yeah right? Oh. Now, I, I I feel that pain. Yeah, that is absolutely, that's, that's to me, rough. that is so that is disgusting. Yeah. I would die. I would be so, so that's when you know you're a good actor because you make exactly. it through. You're a survivor. <laughs> Damn. Right. I'm a survivor. It's... He's a lovely, lovely man. He was honestly mortified. Oh. And I was like, it's okay. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, it was very funny. Oh, <laughs> I like, love that. A movie. Yeah. yeah, see? Do it for, you sacrifice for your art. Exactly. Now, let's talk about. Exactly, right? Yes. Let's talk about television in the States is quite mm. different from television in the UK. Not only yeah. do they both have different runs for their series, um, but the humor and content differs a lot between the two countries as well. Can you talk to yeah. some of those differences, especially from like an actor's perspective? Mm. I mean, one of the main differences, I mean, because I've worked on Crazy Head and I've worked on Chewing Gum and even to a certain degree Crashing is that yeah. we, I didn't realize how sort of outrageous um, British television can be in terms yeah. of basically how filthy we can be and what <laughs> yeah. we can get away with. Um, and yeah, and some of the reactions, particularly to chewing gum, were quite st- quite strong. And we really didn't we really didn't think that it was that dirty. And then we have a little look at ourselves and go, "Oh my God, what <laughs> is wrong with us <laughs> as a country, as a nation? There is definitely something wrong with us." Right. So that's right. like that's like the the thing that sticks out in my mind is just how far. Um, we can push uh, things in terms of talking about sex or swearing, really. We love to swear in our shows. Um, But it just seems like, uh, you know, I'm a a real outsider when it comes to actually working in American television. But what it seems is that there is so much going on and there, there is a real sense of like, Let's make it. Let's see what sticks to the wall. If it doesn't, okay, we're going to pull that show. We're going to start yeah, again. It yeah. is a real sort of like, you know, even though I'm sure that, you know, they want to cast the right people and they want to make sure they get it right. There is a certain element of risk that happens, even if shows don't last for very long. Right. And that isn't seen as a failure. That's just the nature of the beast. Whereas in right. the UK, I think that people are, you know, networks, particularly now with, with Amazon and Netflix, um, yeah. they're a lot more cautious to get things made, to make things. Yeah. It's really super hard to get work commissioned in the UK because there is such a, a fear and, there, and it, isn't, it isn't as big uh, um, an industry as it is in, in the States. So that's the thing that I, I've noticed is that you have a million and ten shows. They mm-hmm. may not, they may be pulled after three episodes, they might just do the pilot, they might just do one series, but at least they're getting made and I do feel like that's always a really more powerful um, uh, thing for particularly writers to have something made, even if it doesn't get, even if it right. does get pulled, um, right. to say that you've made something and then you make, you move on, you move on to the next thing. Right. Whereas in the UK, you get something made, you really, really hope it carries on for three series. We don't do more than three. It's really odd to do more than three series. Right. And then it's done. So, um, yeah, so that's the, that's the main difference. Well, I, yeah. 
I will tell you, I love British television because it's not as repressed as American television. I love that yeah. it can be very honest over there. Mm -hmm. We are very, mm -hmm. uh, at times, puritanical. I think. Very family-friendly, uh, always. Yeah, quote-unquote family-friendly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. And so I love that. But the thing that I hate is, because I love British television, is that yeah. I'm, you know, growing up in the U.S., you know, we have shows that last eight, 10 years and i'm like three there's yeah. just three you're killing me right now yeah. it's like you said you guys you guys have like this steadfast rule you never really yeah. go beyond that and but it nope. does keep you wanting more at least that's true yeah yeah and i think that now that we have um streaming services it is kind of cool because those three will always be there what was right, so annoying so. was you'd get three and then they'd go and that was it and you'd yeah. never you know you have to buy them on vhs or dvd yeah, or whatever right. in order mm -hmm. to relive that experience so they always still exist like it's really cool to see all these shows that i used to watch like misfits for instance you can get yeah. all of that on netflix which is so yep. cool and um skins is another one that as a teenager i used to uh, yes. watch and you can get all of that there but no they're really it's a three and out thing or, mm -hmm. or it's a three and then a christmas special and then that's it yes exactly it's very frustrating <laughs> and then the fans just annoy people to death until like absolutely fabulous has to do a movie exactly so, you know that's <laughs> exactly. it's fan driven and that's it perfect. is fan driven now have you yeah. always wanted to be an actor and, and is this what you thought it would be like um i I sort of came to acting, when did I sort of, it was, as a teenager, I started going to like classes and, yeah. but when I say classes, I mean like youth theatre stuff. So literally just kids messing about, occasionally pretending to be trees, which I loved. <laughs> it was so cool. But I think, because my upbringing is very much a very working class immigrant family in London, um, I didn't really even though I enjoyed drama, I didn't think it would, was a job that I could do I, mm -hmm. because I just didn't see anyone like me on TV, really. So it, it never entered my mind. It wasn't until um, I'd meet mentors and teachers and people who would say, oh, you should apply for this or this course or do this. And there's this thing called drama school and they took me through what that is. And it wasn't until I was about 18 that I decided to take it seriously. But I'd already started... Um, acting I've been acting professionally since I was 17 which was sort of by accident and I went on my first set and I was like this is amazing I absolutely love it I get it and it's sort of my natural habitat whether I saw myself doing loads of comedy was a completely different thing because sure, sure. I trained at um went to a drama school in London called RADA, the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. Ooh, and um, and I really, and, and there it's, it's classical theatre training. So they train you to, you know, do all the Shakespeare plays. And that's what I trained in. And it wasn't until I left that all these comedy opportunities fell into my lap. And it made sense because I think I like to think that I'm naturally quite funny. I'm a bit of a clown. I'm a bit of a geek. <laughs> but, uh, and, and so when uh so, but the thing that made me insecure a little bit was that you, i'm not a comedian i'm mm -hmm. not a you know mm -hmm. i don't do stand up and or, or anything like that so um so i do bring a lot of my my training into it but i'm delighted that comedy has happened for me because i i, I just think that it's a, it's a much happier set it's always a, a really lovely experience to do comedy because you're all coming together to make something funny so inevitably, you're going to get a certain group of people, a certain kind of team that are together that are all just trying to find out where's the joke in a scene. So I'm I'm thrilled. Of course, I'd love to do more and spread my wings, but I'm thrilled that 
comedy's opened its door to me because it's so fun. And you're so oh, naturalized. You are. It's, you have to keep doing comedy. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. I think it's amazing. Now, we were talking earlier about the roles for uh, black women uh, in mm. media and how, you know, our society is changing. Finally, we're becoming a little more progressive. But are you still experiencing struggle, especially with leading roles and things like that? Or how do you feel mm. the media is doing with equal opportunity in in acting well i feel like the thing that's happening now is that there is people are having found their voice in order to shout about it i think before that was the difference was that all these things would happen and the same kind of people will get all the jobs talented people of course but like always the same sort of particularly in the uk i have to speak for the uk it's like the five top actors who all happen to be very, very talented, but all white, and they would get all the roles. And I think that now in the sort of the age of social media, people are, you know, even if um, networks or whatever want to continue casting who they want to continue, there is a group of people online going, do you know what? That's not cool. That's yeah. not cool. And also we'll just create our own stuff. Yes. <laughs> and Absolutely. I think that thing is people have gone, it's been a real sort of, there's um, an organisation called Act for Change here in the UK, which was sparked by uh, uh, an actor who had had enough. And so you have people sort of complaining and then people also going, do you know what, I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to just write my own content. And it isn't as easy, you know, you can write your own content, whether it gets made is a whole other ball game. Right. But I think what it's allowed is that there's a whole new voice of really super talented people um, who are coming together, collaborating and getting stuff done. And that's always really, really exciting. And of course, then the networks, the channels mm-hmm. are fishing for us because mm-hmm. it's normally really good stuff. We're just right. as good as our, as our white buddies and our white colleagues. And so I think that's what's really exciting is that a lot of people, um, whether it be uh, Michaela Carl, whether it be Phoebe Waller-Bridge mm-hmm. um, and other people like them are just going, do you know what? I'm going to create my work. I'm going to create my work and and add something. Yeah. Um, and that's what's really exciting. Oh, that is the best part about where we are at in media right now is Absolutely. that we yeah. can take yeah. the power back and say, you know, we're not going to wait for that moment where someone's smart enough to see it. We're just going to, I we're love that. We're just going to exactly. do it. Yeah. I think that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And Absolutely. tell the story. And there's so many different outputs as well. There's mm-hmm. so many different places where you can take your work as well. Yeah. It isn't just, you know, in the UK, it isn't just the four main terrestrial channels there's right. so many more places um that are willing to take risks and and that's what's so exciting you just hope those four main ter- terrestrial channels are gonna keep up and not lose everybody you know there's been men- much 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 talk about british black british actors specifically going to the states and and doing really well mm-hmm. and you always think oh that's another one gone i've been such a fan of daniel kalua for oh, yeah. years not just me i'm not the only person i'm not claiming him but i I just think he's absolutely uh, astounding. And then when Get Out happened, I was like, oh, man, guys. <laughs> right? He's so good. You need to take care of him. Right? <laughs> Don't steal him. Yeah. But the success <laughs> is good. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Now, now people, I mean, once you put your work out there, it takes a little bit to get noticed. And then, you know, once people see you, they see you as an overnight success. They're like, oh, wow, yeah. out of nowhere they came out. But right. you don't necessarily believe in that notion. Can mm. you talk to us more about that? What, what your thoughts are? Well, I mean, I've been doing this for, for so long. So for me, the idea of anything coming too quickly 
um, I'm always really suspicious of. So I've had like an amazing few years where I've been getting lots and lots of great opportunities, not just in acting, but in writing and creating my own work. Um, and But I look at the sort of scope of my career and how long I've been doing it and I sort of go, yeah, that's, yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. I can enjoy it. I can relax in it. I can, you know, it's fleeting and there'll be somebody else. So in in this moment, I can have a really good time. Yes. Um, but I, you know, because of the, I, because of the drama school that I went to, I have many friends who literally left drama school and within two months were starring in huge films or huge oh. television series. And for me, that me, everybody's different. Some of them took to it like ducks to water in the most extravagant, brilliant of ways. I know me and the way that I work, I'd be way too self-conscious and way too scared and full of self-doubt if it was to all happen so quickly. But overnight successes, yeah, man, they they do happen. If you're in the right place, the right time with the right role and the right people, right, I've seen people's lives change in a couple of days like right it's pretty that, and that's what's so amazing and brilliant about this industry is that man you've just got to hold on because you literally don't know what's around the corner mm-hmm. but um but i'm glad that it's for me that it's uh, it feels slow and steady and mm-hmm. that that matches my um temperament because <laughs> i just freak out i just freak out <laughs> well and i think part of it is i think it's always smart when an actor is so versatile in there like you said being a character actor i think that has more longevity in it than anything yeah. else because you do you can do anything and to watch you in these two roles is crazy because <laughs> you're completely different and I think that's exciting ah oh, thank yeah. you well oh, yeah that's you. what you want and you know I mean I could go into the thing that you know being um what's the word being popular or niche or like the hot pretty young thing right. that is so fleeting it's so fleeting there'll yeah. always be someone hotter prettier right. younger slimmer all that right. stuff so it's just an arena that I've never been comfortable in because not because I didn't think I was all those things I'm cute as hell right but, hell <laughs> yeah like, own it mom own it <laughs> but like it's just in terms of my work I know I can't rely on that and also right. as a woman we're told time and time again by brilliant successful women that it does get harder the older you get so for me it's about learning and playing as many different varied characters um so that i can still rise to the challenge when something comes through my door and not think oh no that isn't me oh i wouldn't do that you know i'm always going to give something a good read or a good look because i feel like i at least have the curiosity to play characters that are far from myself see and i love that now chewing gum just released season two on netflix are we expecting season two of crazy heads well, the thing, I don't know how much I can say, oh. which is basically, I can't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much I can say, apart from the fact that I can't say right. But you know, what that tells us is that something that Something's can't be said is existing. I, I, yeah. literally, I literally, oh God, oh no. <laughs> I literally cannot say. I know the Netflix, the guys at Netflix love it and are keen to go again. Yeah. That's all I know. Okay. And you know what? Beautiful. For now, that will get us through. Yeah. For now. <laughs> we'll just put a pin in it and, and, yeah, exactly. and, and wait We'll just for that. have to have you back on when they announce. Yeah, exactly. There, there you that's go. 
Now, <laughs> it's been such a great time having oh you on the lounge. Oh my god, and my dream. Before before we let you go, is there anything else we can expect from from Susan Wakoma, or where can we find more more work from you? Yeah. More work. Oh, gosh. Now, this, again, I don't know how much I can say. Oh, here it is. I've, here it is. This is really stressful. I haven't thought about this. Well, I've just wrapped a, a show called Porters here in the UK, which is a hospital comedy. Another one. Um, which will be out in the UK um, later this year. I ju- And the thing is, as well, like, I don't know. With that, you normally say, okay, it'll be out in the UK. It won't be out right. in the US. But we don't know that anymore because that's what we thought about <laughs> doing gum. And then it ended up on Netflix. Right. So um, I'm, I've got that coming out later in the year. And I am currently writing my own <gasps> comedy. Oh, love. Next love it. Thing. Oh, very, my very God. I cannot wait for that. <laughs> I know. It's going to be so, <laughs> oh. so badass. You don't even know <laughs> the super fans that are talking to you right <laughs> now. You don't even know. <laughs> but again, I don't know how much, I've probably got myself into a whole host of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's more there's more coming. There's okay. a lot more coming. Awesome. Really cool. Well, if you're going to get in trouble, these are the two boys to That's get in right. trouble with. We'll we help are, you out. Yeah, we're we'll always <laughs> putting our foot in our mouth. So this is the place to be. Good. <laughs> Susan, it has been more than a pleasure it's to talk to you. It's been a delight. Thank you for joining oh, us in the lounge. Bye. You are amazing. And I cannot wait to see everything else. And we'll, we're going to be you know, stalking you so you can come back on because you're too much fun. Absolutely. Please. I'm so <laughs> glad that we made this work. Thank you so much for having us me. Too. Thank you. And you have a wonderful day. You too. Take care, guys. Okay, bye. 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 And that was the amazing, so funny, and so entertaining um, Susan Wakoma, who is currently starring in the second season of Chewing Gum on Netflix. And you can still find Crazy Heads, which came out uh, about six months ago on Netflix as well. Sounds like there's a conversation I that we cannot so. talk about. That is happening because Crazy Heads for a second series would be amazing. 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 And can she please write what she's oh writing? Oh my God. Writing I'm so her excited for her to write it. But I, for, and I'm telling you people, yeah. watch Chewing yeah. Gum and watch Crazy Heads because to see it's her brilliant. in it's both so, of those, she's so different. And I love that. That's See, here's my favorite thing is when I see an actor that I absolutely fall in love with yes. in one show yes. and I see him somewhere else and I'm like, oh. <gasps> You're good here, too? That's why ah! when I saw Chewing Love Gum, Love I it. loved that show. And then I saw yes. that she was in this crazy head and she looked so different. Because even so the way she right. speaks, she mentioned the, the yeah. Cynthia voice. Yeah. The way she speaks and her cadence and everything yes. in yes. Chewing Gum is completely different. So different. From, yeah. And the whole vibe, just yeah. completely different. And I'm it telling you, brilliant. if you haven't seen series two of Chewing Gum... Like, get to the end because <laughs> the last episode, I'm telling you, it has to do with Cynthia and... It is just, it is hilariously awful. Shit goes down. <laughs> yes. Shit it hits is the fan. That was fun. It's, I really I know. enjoyed her. I really like her, and I love her outlook on, I, I mean, just, just just acting and being being an artist. For being so young to be yeah. like, enjoy the moment, because yeah, that moment can change, yeah. and, yeah. you know, and two, I'm going to be a character actor, because that's going to have the most, like, I just love the way, she's just very put together for she just She really is. It's impressive. I know. It's impressive. I love it. Plus, you know, um... Finally, you know, UK coming over here. I love that Netflix love, And I love connection. that they are more open. A lot more open. So I we'll see it. good work. We'll see good I work. Know. So this has been fun. Uh, it's We've been enjoyed delight. our little drinky drinks. That's right. Drink you should drink. enjoy it too. Because, you know, when you can drink bubblegum that Come gets on. you totally drunk. Yeah. yeah. Then it's worth it. Have like five or I know. Seven. It's totally in. Totally in. Exactly. We actually could have talked to her for 
ever. We could have. We had even more questions. I know. We're like, I, oh, oh I, we forget I, that the Martini Lounge is not the Oprah special. I know. It's like, this so. is not a three-hour show? <laughs> Question mark? Really? So we'll bring her back. What? We will uh, have to. And she's going to be such a delight to, to watch I know with what, what she, she has comes going out on. with. I can't wait for that conversation. Neither can I. So remember, you catch us here every Friday. We're going to bring you continued uh, interviews with some amazing people mm-hmm. that are out there. We just keep getting better. We sure do. Catch the boys at sure jonathanandsergey.com. Yeah. And Facebook and Twitter, Jonathan Sergey and Jonathan and Sergey. And as well hello. as IG. The IG. The Instagram. Uh, find us on there, Jonathan and Sergey. And That's right. we're just having a lot of fun. So keep oh, yeah. tuning in. We love you all. Send us letters. Whatever you want. Tell us. <laughs> give us suggestions of who you wish. Oh, yeah, we take gifts. We take gifts. Wine. Yeah. Mostly. Lots of wine. Lots of wine. Like a case Always to wine. our door. That's fine. It's a, that's totally acceptable. It we'll is. take that. We'll send you our address. So yeah, do, do it. Do wine. it right now. But always check in with us. We're having a really good time. And watch for all the exciting things the boys have coming up. Uh, always something fun that's in the right. lounge. So until next time. Bye, bitch. Bye. The Martini Lounge is made possible by... Insert your name here. And also... We're looking for ads. And don't forget... You can display your business right here. The Martini Lounge can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Jonathan and Sergey. And also our website, jonathanandsergey.com. Until next time, all you cool cats.